Hello and welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. If you are under the age of 18, please consult with your parent, guardian, or a trusted adult before continuing to tune in as we can discuss some very mature topics and this particular episode will be very mature in nature. With that being said, I would love to introduce two of the people that I love the most in this entire world, nearest and dearest to my heart and my soul. My childhood best friends, Kat and Amy, they are absolutely amazing and they are here today to discuss a very important topic, sex. I know, it's my favorite thing to talk about too. And so we're going to talk about just sex as it relates to relationships, the importance of intimacy and what it is that makes certain sexual relationships work versus others um, that may not work. And so, uh, without further ado, um, Kat, say hello to the world. Hello, world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, Wow. Kat, in your full voice, all right. Oh, hello, world. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a great podcast. I'm excited. All right. So, Kat, can you tell people um, how old you are and just what you do for a living? I'm 32, and I am a graphic designer taking a sabbatical okay cool all right taking a sabbatical tell me more about this sabbatical i'm taking a year off to work on uh, my career goals and skills building on my skills so then i can transition to a better role in my career awesome thank you so much kat and here is amy who i love amy can you tell us how old you are hi i'm amy I am 33. Awesome, 33 and fabulous. Yes. Uh, Amy and Kat, are either of you in relationships at this time? No, I'm single. No. So you're both single? Yeah. Are we ready to mingle or are we taking just some permanent time off for a little bit? Indefinite at the moment for me. (laughs) (laughs) Kat, sounds like you've been through some stuff. Yes. Oh man, yeah, that's rough. Okay, what about you, Amy? What's up? What's up? Are you uh, on Team Cat indefinite break? Oh, yes, I am. But I'm having a little trouble because, you know, you got to mingle sometimes. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about. That's exactly what we're going to talk about. So, ladies, 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 why do you think that we live in a world where sex is such a taboo topic when it shouldn't be? Cat, what do you think? Why is are, why are people so awkward talking about something that is so natural? Maybe you should ask her. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, Amy had to take a recess, so all right. I'm asking you, Kat. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> um. I guess it's a culture. Um. Culture. Yeah. For sure. Maybe n- not fully knowing yourself. Right. Not being comfortable. Right. Um, and uh, maybe possibly religion as well. I think religion plays a major role, Kat. I think there's a lot of that uh, fear of Jesus that's kind of ingrained in people. And I think Jesus is cool with people having sex as long as you're, as you're safe about it and nobody's getting hurt. But according to the Bible, you know, in a lot of situations, that's not the case. And so I have my own beliefs. That's just me. Um, but I do think there's a lot of that, a lot of that fear um, going on. So you're single indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. For the time being. 
for the time being. I, I have I have like no desire to like hook up or see stuff that wastes my time. I think that's <laughs> yeah, no, that's hey, you got it. That's true. None of us want our time to be wasted and we are in our thirties and so I think it's important to recognize when something is just not working for you, right? Um, awesome. So you're not dating at all, you're just doing your own thing. Yeah. Focusing on your career goals. Yep. Awesome, Kat. Thank you so much. Well, well, let's wait for Amy to get back so that she can uh, give us her two cents. But in the meantime, um, I want to just talk about what has been for you the most successful sexual relationship that you've had. I'm not saying that you need to name the person, dear. Um, But just what made it so functional? What made it so successful? What made it so powerful, the connection? Um, it's, it's weird because uh, the partner I had, um, I don't know, I just felt really like comfortable and felt, I guess, like myself. And um, it's a one of the few times where, because of those reasons, it was, it was great sex. And um, he wasn't like the most attractive or the most my type, I would say. Like physically speaking? Physically. Um, so it was kind of like, you know, just it, there was just a lot of passion because of that. But because you felt comfortable being felt, yourself. Yeah. Okay. Amy, thank you for tuning back in. I'm so glad you are back. Trust me, the listeners know that my bed makes a lot of noise. I've already talked to them about it. Every time I'm on my bed and I'm recording a podcast, I'm like, I think I need a new mattress because it makes a lot of noise. Even though it's new, so it's weird. Anyway, um, I was basically asking Kat over here about what her most successful sexual relationship has been. And I told her, you don't have to name the person, obviously. But just what made it work so well? What, what, what was it about the relationship that made you feel so comfortable sexually? I mean, when they're just, um, I guess, open for, for anything. When you just get so comfortable with, like exploring, like trying new moves or whatever, you know. New things. Like new things. Getting creative with it. Yes. Do you ladies think that getting creative is an important part of a long-term relationship in order to keep it exciting? I think it's important to be um, comfortable and keeping it exciting just to be in the long-term. Right. Did that make sense? No, not really. We're going to have you do that one again, Kat. We're going to have you listen. I already told you, I don't edit nothing, so the world is hearing oh, you. Yeah, yeah oh well. shit. Should have told you. Told you twice. I, I think I'm maybe sometimes dyslexic. Things come out weird. <laughs> She's not dyslexic, <laughs> folks. Um, okay, so my question, let me re- rephrase the question. Yeah. When you're in a relationship for a long time, things uh-huh. can get stagnant, routine, whatever. How do you keep your sex life passionate and interesting at that point? When that happens, what do you do? Do you... Bring oh, in toys? Do you bring in a third party? A fourth party? Like, how do you do exactly this? what you do. Ooh. Ooh, what? <laughs> okay, so I don't know if y'all heard that, 
But I'm going to say it again. I think. For the harder hearing out there. She said, you peg them. Okay. Um, that is what she likes. And that is okay. Uh, listen, this is a podcast where anything goes. So I am not offended by anything. And if you are offended, this is not the podcast for you. But I still love you though. Anyway, so you peg them. Okay, wonderful. I think that's... um. You know, sounds good for you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say you can bring toys in, right? You can bring toys in. I don't believe in the whole third party thing. That's just no, me. No. Do you, baby no. boo? If you like that, woo, get it. Have some fun. No, that just no, doesn't work no, for me. I think no. you need to know what works for you. Doesn't work. doesn't work for me. I'm too... I'm too possessive and I'm just gonna want you all for myself and I don't feel like I need to share you. Like you could be just... adventurous and like maybe have sex in, in public. Have sex in public. You know? On the beach. In the car. In the car, in the middle of nowhere. Things like that. Okay. See, my friends are fun. Y'all see that's why I keep them around. You don't know half of it. You don't know how fun. <laughs> it's just they're shy right now because they're they're on a podcast. But if, if this thing was off, it would be a wrap with how real they get. So anyway. Um, so as it relates to, as it relates to sex, what has been a negative experience that you've had that you were like, oh, wow, this is not it. Like this just can't happen again. I know for me, um, full disclosure, I have not had very many partners, y'all, but the ones that I have for the most part, I, I felt good in those, um, situations. But for me, there was one partner that did not, you know, last very long and that was sort of a difficult co- topic of conversation to address because I didn't want to I didn't want to be mean I didn't want to be rude but at some point you have to learn how to communicate your needs in a manner that's effective right um he was otherwise a wonderful person I wish him all the best um just wasn't the one for me because you know things happen so that was my experience and so I'm just wondering for you ladies if you had any negative sexual experiences you know what? For me, I can't complain, really. I've thought about it. Damn, Amy. Can't complain at all? No. Well, damn. It's all been good. It's um, all been good. Uh, for me, I think the worst was when I wasn't comfortable all the way. And it, yes. just, it just felt like, uh, uh, I gotta get this out of the way kind of thing. I wasn't into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm hearing you say, Kat, and I love that you're saying this, that being comfortable sexually is so important for the woman that if you're not, that automatically makes the experience a negative one. So it's not so much up to the other person. It's more how you're feeling in the moment, how you're feeling about the connection, how you respond to the connection, and therefore how you choose to proceed. And if you feel comfortable in that situation, that makes you more sexy and feel more fierce and you're more in the moment. And, and into it, like you said. Right? Right, yeah. I feel the same way. I agree with you. When I'm feeling sexy, it's the best sex. It's like, ooh, I'm sexy. But I think also the person you're with helps that too. Like, oh, they'll course. gas you up. They're like, oh, come over here with that beautiful body of yours, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you're not dealing with someone that's like that, it might put a damper on things. Mm-hmm. You know? So, wow, Kat and Amy, y'all are a riot on here, man. Um, all right. So I have one last question before we wrap up. This is just a quick podcast because I haven't had these two in a room in a while and I've been meaning to get them on here. (laughs) And I know they're a little, you know, shy, but I've been meaning to get them on here. And so I guess my last question for you would be, what do you think would be a great way to let a partner know what you like without that person taking it any kind of way? 
offensively? Like, how do you tell that person, this is what I'm into sexually, and I would like for you to deliver this? I guess maybe by showing them. Child, you're a freak, boy. <laughs> so Amy says showing them. So yeah. demonstrate what you like. Don't just tell them, be about it. Right? Exactly. Don't talk about it, be about it. I think that's the best way. Yeah. 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 Or, I like the idea of showing them but giving you know, directions or whatever. Giving directions. During during the act. And in, in showing. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I see that, Kat. I think that's all good, too, but I do think there needs to be some kind of verbal conversation because I think the verbal conversation can almost lead to it being really good if the conversation takes that course. You know, you can just be like, I like this, this, this. I also think positive reinforcement is amazing. So when the guy's doing something or whatever partner of your choosing, we're we're referring to ourselves because we are heterosexual females, but, you know, again, this is um, whatever you like, whatever your, your sexual orientation is. But when the guy's doing something that you enjoy... I feel like you gotta say like that was awesome and you gotta like gas them up a little bit like yo exactly that was awesome because positive reinforcement if you let them know what you like they're gonna do more of it realistically I think right of course so they're gonna see like you know how you're feeling and stuff like that and be like oh she likes this let me keep it on that's keep what I'm up. saying that's what I'm saying so that's where I'm at. So thank you so much, Kat and Amy, for joining me on this episode. I love you both. And I'm so glad that you <laughs> got over your shyness for this one. And um, hopefully I'll catch you guys more uh, in the future. I hope everybody out there is staying safe from COVID. Um, <laughs> and apparently um, Kat says, peg them if you like that. If you like that. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Go for it. Just be safe, everybody. Wear Please. condoms. Yep. Use protection, take precautions, be safe. Um, And that's it. That's all you got to do. Sex is fun. It's natural. It doesn't need to be taboo. And me and all my friends, we talk about it at length. Because to me, the best friendships you can have, the best relationships in general you can have, is when you can be open about this topic. So with that being said, everybody stay safe. Happy holidays. And I will catch you next time. Bye, y'all.